What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the My Sister's Glow Podcast. Y'all, it is officially wedding week. Oh my God, my mind is blown. I'm like three days away from my wedding, so my life is kind of hectic right now, y'all. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. So today, in honor of thanking God from where I have come from, I am running back an old episode called Sis, I Got the Tea. Y'all, this was from season one, um, and this is where I start to tell kind of my um, testimony um, from about being a single mother. Um, this is before I was engaged and all of that, and also like how I became um, the voice of my sister's love. And I love this episode because it really honors my journey. I always love to give honor to my journey because I really feel that God allowed me to go through so much to get me right exactly where I need to be and we're still going so I'm grateful for this so um you guys sit back relax as of next week we will be back on for our faith in action series y'all it's been crazy nobody told me it got this crazy next uh, when you get really close to the wedding but I digress without further ado here's an oldie but goodie sis I got the tea to me y'all because if you're listening to this and you don't know me or maybe you have known me for some time but you really don't know my story I really want to take the time to be transparent with you guys and um give you guys my testimony basically and how my sister's glow really came about but as always y'all know I got scripture references to support what I'm doing here at my sister's glow So I'm coming out of Revelations 12, chapter 11. And they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when they faced death. So y'all just hold on to that scripture. Again, that's Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. So I really wanted to come on here and be open with my listeners because I know that I have a lot of supporters that know me and even though you know me, you don't know everything about me. And I just truly feel like as mothers, one of the greatest ways that we can connect is by telling our story. So as I've said many times before, I have two little girls, ages eight and two. I got pregnant with my first daughter when I was 21 and to be honest, and I've shared this on the show before, my relationship with my children's father was very toxic. And now that I think back on it, we were two good people in a very toxic situation. The time that we came into each other's life, we were honestly filling voids for each other. 
he was broken and I was broken. And although he was a man and I was a woman, we were a little boy and a little girl looking for answers. And unfortunately, when you put that kind of pressure on another person, (laughs) things don't always go like they should. So that toxic relationship, uh, domestic violence occurred. Um, Infidelity occurred. Distrust, betrayal, all of the most horrible things that you can think about that happens in toxic toxic relationships happen in that relationship. And y'all, we were back and forth for so long, for so long. Just we were together, then we weren't. We were together, then we weren't. We loved each other, then we hated each other. It was, it was horrible. And I'm saying we, because I want to be very clear that I am not part of the bash and baby dad committee that ain't how we get down sis we had to fly for all of that however we did some really crappy things to each other and i'll take ownership of that as well in the midst of the on and off in this relationship he dealt with other people i dealt with other people and unfortunately my oldest daughter chrissy was in the middle of this And she witnessed me go through depression. There was a really dark time in my life that I wanted to commit suicide. I didn't want to be here anymore. Um, I actually had had thought about, you know, just leaving my daughter to my, my mom because I felt like she was better off with her. And all the while, it just seems like it wasn't going to get any better. I just was so hopeless, y'all. But one day, back in 2014, August of 2000, August 28th, 2014, to be exact, I decided to rededicate my life to God. And I don't know what happened that day, but I remember I just wanted to live. And after that day, I got my power back, y'all. I allowed God to start healing me and to start delivering me. But y'all old habits die hard, okay? So as I'm going through this healing process, I'm in college, getting my associate's degree at Dell Tech, whoop, whoop, (laughs) and everything is going well. I'm starting to feel cute again. I was, body was a little snatched, you know what I mean? Like, I was really popping, you know? (laughs) I was feeling myself, y'all. And I graduated that spring of 2015 with my first degree. My daughter watched me walk. My friends and my family members were there. And just like an addict, I couldn't let go. And I went back to this toxic relationship. (sighs) Y'all, when I tell the story, I'm just like amazed at myself. Like, sis, how and why did you do this? But I digress. So we got back together. And August of 2016, I got pregnant with Rylan. At this point, I am pursuing my bachelor's degree. And I'm actually almost done. (laughs) I'm about to graduate. I was a senior at Wilmington University getting my bachelor's degree. And I found out I was pregnant with my second child. You know, at that time, we thought we had it all figured out. 
we thought that we had all the answers. But as with most transitions, things change. People change their minds. Things that haven't been healed tend to come up. And that's what happened. So we ended up splitting during that pregnancy. And I was also diagnosed with hyperemesis during this pregnancy. And in case you don't know, hyperemesis is a really nice way of saying, sis, you got morning sickness on a thousand. And hyperemesis is actually a really serious condition. Lots of women are hospitalized on a yearly basis for hyperemesis. And I was hospitalized about 10 times during that pregnancy. All while being in school, having one daughter, another daughter on the way, and going through a breakup. And y'all, it sucked so bad. Like, I felt stupid. So I just kept thinking, like, God, you delivered me. Like, why? Why would I go back to that? But moving forward. I had support. I had friends along the way. And I remember my friend, Kiara, telling me one day, um, she came and, you know, my family, my friends, all of them listening to me. I I just want to say thank you all because that was another dark place in my life. And my friends, both times at these series breakups, they never let me fall. Even though I felt alone, I wasn't. They made sure I ate. They made sure that I got up and I did stuff. They were awesome. But I remember... Laying in my bed at my parents' house, being eight months pregnant, and finding out that my child's father had another girlfriend, and y'all, it was all on Instagram. Talk about embarrassed. <laughs> like, this skinny old girl got her nice body, and I'm eight months pregnant. Look at how I'm looking. And he got another girlfriend. So, it was just so embarrassing, y'all. It was horrible. And I remember Kiara coming to my house and laying on the bed with me. And just, I cried. And I was like, Key, I wish I was like you. And if y'all don't know Key, Key is Key tough, okay? Key don't take too much off of nobody. And she was like, you can be. I was like, no, I can't. I can't. I'm weak. I can't. She was like, listen, how you feel right now? I was like, I feel stupid. She said, you tired of feeling stupid? I was like, Dang, I mean, yeah, obviously. She said, yeah, well, when you really get tired of feeling stupid, when you get tired of feeling exactly what you're feeling right now, you'll let go. And I was like, dang, that's some tough love for you. But I felt that. That was a hard pill to swallow at the time, but I felt that. My girl had me. So move forward. I give birth to Rylan. And y'all, as I birthed this child out, I felt the weight of this pregnancy being just lifted I was birthing new life into the world and I just felt God stripping all of the things that I felt were weighing me down off of me and I gave birth to Ryland on April 25th and within 30 days of having my second child God blessed me with my own place for me and my children And I graduated on time, y'all, with my bachelor's degree. Like, (laughs) God is so good, okay? Like, y'all, I was on top of the world again. But y'all know what I did, right? Mm -hmm. 
ran back to my baby daddy. And I know if you listen to this at this point, you're like, sis, what are you doing? Girl, I don't know. We was just ugh, a hot mess together. We was just addicted to each other. It was a mess. Honestly, it was. It truly was. I went back to him and things end up not working out. Fast forward, I was like, you know what, God? This is the last breakup. And if you allow me to walk out of this, I won't go back anymore. So we broke up January 2018. It was really tough, guys. It took a lot of tears, a lot of snotting crying, a lot of staying at my friend's house so I ain't got to be home by myself. A lot of staying up late, eating junk food, a lot of praying, a lot of fasting, all the things. But y'all, I really started to come into my own. And this time I took the healing process serious. I took me serious. Because I was looking at my little girls and I was like, you know what? I If, if this was them, what would I tell them? What would I tell my daughters? If they came to me with their daddy issues with their broken heart, with their lack of self-identity, with their low self-esteem, all of those things. What would I say to my daughters? Would I tell them to lay down and settle like I did? Would I tell them to give up like I did? No. And if that's not acceptable for my daughters, it wasn't acceptable for me. So I decided to get up. And during this time, y'all, I'm t- I'm giving this story like in a... a in a fast pace, you know, because I can't even give y'all all, 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 all the tea. We will be on this podcast for forever. But during this time, like, I'm pretty sure I had postpartum depression. I wasn't diagnosed. I would lay in this apartment fighting to be better. And some days just like, God, if I don't wake up, it's totally fine with me. And y'all, that's a scary place to be. I didn't want to harm myself. I didn't want to harm my children. I just didn't want to exist anymore because it was too much. But God, but God, I had the love and support of friends. My friends came to my house, washed my clothes, took care of my kids, took care of me, made sure we had food in the house to eat, helped me clean up my house. That's why I said, and if you haven't listened to it, go back to episode one, find your tribe, because your tribe, who you surround yourself with, sis, truly, 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 truly indicates whether or not you're going to make a break, okay? Because I couldn't have made it without mine. So I wanted to share all of these things with you, sis, because... I wanted you to see my heart. I wanted you to understand that if you're listening to this podcast, you don't feel like existing anymore. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe bills are piling up against you. Maybe you're married and you're just trying to figure out how to balance being a wife, being a mother, and being a woman. Maybe maybe you're just trying to figure it out, sis. Maybe you're a student. Maybe you're a ministry. Maybe you're a business owner. No matter where you are or who you are listening to this podcast, sis, I stand with you, okay? As crazy as I am on this podcast every week, sis got a story, okay? And that's why I birthed out my sister's glow. I want to stand in the gap with you, sis. 
I want you to know that you're not alone. Though you may be listening to this, laying in your bed, crying, you might be on your way to work with tears running down your face. Maybe you're listening to this before going into your house and having to deal with whatever. Sis, I stand with you. Maybe your head is down right now. Lift your head up, sis. Hold your head. It's tough. Motherhood is tough, but let me tell you something. God is tougher. And if he is for us, who can be against us? You feel me? Like, we're never going to be perfect. We're never going to get it all right all the time. But you know what we can do? We can strive in every moment to be better. I'm not who I was in 2014. I'm not the lost girl I was in 2015. I'm not the girl in 2016 who feels like she has to have children with somebody to feel whole. No, that's not me no more, sis. Instead, I am a woman of her faith who stands boldly before you telling you that I am everything that I am because of the grace of God. I'm an excellent mother to my children because of God. I have a wonderful support system because God strategically put those people in my corner. And most importantly, I let them know I need them. Sis, don't ever feel like you're too strong that you you can't ask for help. If you're listening to this podcast, you're my sis. You're part of my tribe and I got you. The My Sisters Glow Group, that's what it's for, sis. And if you don't feel comfortable getting in there, asking everybody whatever out loud, inbox me. But I don't want a woman to ever listen to this podcast and feel like she got to go through it by herself. Because you don't. Single mom, baby mom. Married mom, my mom, great grandmom. I don't care who you are listening to this. I got you, sis. My heart is here for you always. And most importantly, God is here for you always. I'm just the vessel that he's using. So the reason why I use the scripture from Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it says that they overcame and they conquered him, meaning the enemy, because of the blood of the lamb, Jesus. And because of the word of their testimony, the tea that I just spilled, they did not, and it says, for they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when they faced death. So death does not always mean a physical death, but depression, death, anxiety, that's a form of death. The loss of a relationship that you thought that you was going to have forever. Sis, it's okay. The media wants you to feel like you got to have it all together because you're mom. And if you're listening to this, sis, and you and your baby dad didn't work out, it's okay, baby. There is life after the breakup. I am a living testimony. There is life after the breakup. I promise you. And not just life, but an abundant life. If you allow God to heal you. And the healing ain't fun. It ain't cute. And it definitely ain't quick. But it's worth it, sis. So I know we went deep, but y'all know <laughs> your girl is five two, but I'm like eight feet deep in a soul. Okay. So I had to be real with y'all. I wanted to show y'all my heart and I wanted to give y'all this scripture because 
I wanted to let you know that I'm being so transparent is because we overcome by the word of the testimony. I don't know who is listening to this and who will hear my story and feel like, you know what? Emace was jacked up, but if she can do it, I definitely can. People will tell me all the time, I wish I could go to school and work and be a mom just like you. You can, sis. Our paths may look different, but ultimately, if I can do it, you can do it. Because we can do all things through Christ, who is our strength. Everything I do, sis, this podcast, being a mom, being a friend, being a girlfriend to my boyfriend, being a daughter to my parents, being a sister to my siblings. Everything that I do, I don't do that in my own strength. I go to God every day, y'all. Every day. Several moments of the day. God recharge me. Because when we constantly pouring out, we just eventually we pour from an empty cup if we're not being restored. So I hope that you guys are all um, hearing my heart in this podcast. I really wanted to show you guys my soul I want to show you my heart if you don't know me I want you to know that I am an overcomer by the grace of God I'm a phenomenal person by the grace of God I take no credit for who I am or who I'm going to be but it's all for God me being a mother listen may have been done outside of God's timing but he's given me grace to do it And you got it too, sis. So let's shift into the last segment, the Hope Dealer segment. All right, y'all. Our Hope Dealer segment today is going to be pretty simple. I want you to, if you have not already, I want you to join the My Sisters Glow group. I'm telling y'all, once the season ends, we are really going to spend some time together. We're going to do some things to not only build our faith, but to build our motherhood through sisterhood no mom listening to this podcast you don't have to be alone and you know what sis even if you are a mother who has not yet had a child but you're preparing for motherhood we got you make sure you tune in every week for um the updates up until the end of the show i will be giving announcements the closer that we get to the end of the season to announce what's going to be going on but i need you guys to get in this group so you can stay on top of things Another thing, I will be going live on Instagram tomorrow, y'all. So tune in to at my sister's glow Instagram at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be uh, going live with Butterfly Fly. She is um, a life coach and she also does a lot of work with single mothers. So you don't want to miss it. Tune into Instagram tomorrow, sis. And remember to reflect on our scripture, Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. You can overcome by the blood of the lamb, sis. I love you. I'll see you next week. Peace.